0: Welcome to the Reality Blows Podcast. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke-Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television.
1: That it is, Nick. That it is. And we just came back from an epic trip all over North Carolina and Virginia. It was epic. It was intense. It was a lot of driving. It was a lot of family. It was a lot of country. It was a lot of mediocre food i will say that was it
0: mediocre what are you talking about what do you mean
1: we had some incredible meals we had some great barbecue um we had some really good fried green tomatoes why Um, do you
0: keep bringing up those fried green tomatoes they were so they were not that good they were
1: that good i'd
0: prefer an onion ring i've never had a fried green tomato before get
1: get out of my house it
0: was a slimier onion ring
1: get out of my house that's what it was um, we do live in a house that I own everybody in Brooklyn. Well,
0: it's a mansion. Well,
1: it's a McMansion. It's a McMansion in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, so... But the bad food to me was we ate a lot of like Cracker Barrel because we were on the road. Well, we
0: only ate at Cracker Barrel twice. Are you just
1: going to negate everything well, I say? I'm just off saying the we, bat? O-
0: we only ate at Cracker Barrel twice, and I will not have you besmirch their good name.
1: I'm using Cracker Barrel as an umbrella restaurant to sort of encompass the Bojangles of the world. But Dude. we
0: also ate at Bojangles
1: a few times. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: really, I only ate there once. You had two different biscuits. I had
1: two different biscuits at Bojangles. Yeah. I like to just stop at Bojangles and And get a medium sweet tea and one biscuit.
0: I found that uh, interesting about Ash. I don't think I really knew this. um, I would say 30% of the Bojangles that we stopped, uh, that we crossed paths with on our trip in the Southeast. Uh, Ashley decided that she wanted to stop at and get a biscuit and a sweet tea.
1: Yeah, I'm just going to Bojangles for like a little snack, like more more than a snack, not fully a lunch. And that's a biscuit and a sweet tea, and maybe bow rounds, depending on how hungry I am.
0: One of those trips included bow rounds. You're right.
1: I just don't think someone should do a full meal at Bojangles because you're not going to feel good about that. But if you have a little biscuit, a little bow rounds, a little sweet tea, that's going to sustain you for a good three four hours.
0: Now I had a Cajun chicken biscuit at one of those. Cajun chicken filet. Cajun chicken filet. Let's give
1: it its full name. (laughs) uh show it some respect it
0: was really great yeah and and the sweet tea was delicious as well
1: yeah bojangles definitely gets the sweet tea right
0: i love Boj.
1: um i'm confused as to why bojangles did not do well in new york because they brought one here and it was open for like three years and then they closed it
0: i was a big fan of the jangles i never went to the one in new york city though
1: but you're a big fan of the jangles you mean in your trips to the south Yeah, that i have taken you on i took you to your first bojangles you did you did and we got a cheddar biscuit and you were your mind was blown and
0: then i asked for a cheddar biscuit at the place that they got the cajun the the cajun chicken filet yeah and uh, the lady informed us they do not do cheddar biscuits. Yeah. What is that about?
1: I don't know. That was maybe like a location specific non cheddar biscuit, or maybe Bojangles as a whole has stopped making cheddar biscuits. Poor shit. Bring yeah. it back. I was confused by that this as well. New
0: po- this podcast that we're doing now is now only going to be dedicated to bringing <laughs> back the cheddar. The, I believe it was called the Cheddar Bow.
1: The Cheddar Bow. Um, Bring really back good. The Cheddar Bow. And not hard to make. You just take a biscuit, you cut it in half, you melt some cheese on it.
0: You melt a lot a lot of cheese. Melt out.
1: a lot of cheese.
0: Man, is that good. But I'll tell you what, the kitchen chicken filet is delicious as well.
1: Another thing that Nick has learned about um, is the to-go sweet tea. And it's very cute.
0: Still don't really understand. He
1: gets real confused. He always thinks we're going to get charged for the to-go sweet tea. So,
0: okay, for 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 all of the Yanks listening to us right now, all of the people that did not grow, uh, grow up in the comfy, cozy South, apparently um, you are... uh um, if you are an establishment... You are entitled to a to-go sweet so, tea. So if you go to a restaurant that serves sweet tea, which is pretty much any restaurant below the Mason-Dixon, um, it, you are entitled to a sweet tea as you leave. Now, if you're drinking something out of the cup that they provide at the, at the establishment, at the restaurant, at the end of your meal, you can ask the waiter, I would like a to-go sweet tea, and they will bring you... <laughs> A second cup that is a to-go cup filled with a nice delicious (laughs) drink called sweet tea. Um, and yeah, you
1: go, can I, they go, can I get you anything else? And you're like, no, I'll take the bill. And can I get it to go tea? And they're like, yep, no problem.
0: And sometimes when you're like, okay, I'm leaving that they're like, you want it to go? You want it to go tea? Yeah. They, they'll push it on you. <laughs> yeah. And it does not cost any extra, even though that they are giving you a cup. Okay. So they this is what I get over me. this. Cause in New Jersey, if you wanted, if you're sitting at like, I don't know, Chili's, right. And you're drinking a Coke cause they don't have sweet tea, but if you're drinking a Coke at Chili's, um, at the end of your meal, if you're like, okay, I'll take a to-go cup, I'll take a to-go Coke, they'll just be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and then what will happen is if you kind of push the issue, they will come back with a kid's cup. This is what I'm assuming. Nobody's ever done this before. <laughs> but they will come back with a kid's cup. Because it's a to-go cup, a plastic cup, and they will charge you for it mm. at the end of your bill. Yeah, that and then seems ridiculous. You will ridiculous. leave with a Coca-Cola in a kids cup, like a like a creepy guy.
1: I, now that you do bring up a good point, I don't think I have ever gotten a to-go Coke from a restaurant. I've just gotten to go teas. I mean, I, I would assume it's allowed. That's I would assume it's allowed, but the idea of a and can I get can I get um, a tea to go or can I get just get a refill my tea, but I'll take it to go, that feels very natural, very part of the um, the world order. You know, that's how things are supposed to go. You know, ants build anthills, you get a sweet tea to go. Now um, the
0: the other aspect to this is something that you and I have never explored more than a conversation. Yes. But you claim right. that in North Carolina, and, and possibly just around y- UNC's campus. Okay, let
1: me explain what Nick is campus. about to say. It's well, not, let me say it. It's not UNC's it. campus. It has nothing to do with the okay, campus. Okay,
0: so let me just say it. This is what you claim, that there is a law that states If you are asked if any establishment to to go sweet tea,
1: (laughs) if any establishment serves sweet tea, they must give a free refill. It
0: is against the law to not be able to give somebody a to go tea.
1: Not necessarily a to go tea, but a free refill. You can't charge someone twice for one sweet tea.
0: (laughs) And that's a law.
1: Now, this is where things get murky. In the law, in the
0: law, it's state and it's sweet tea. It's not Coke. It's sweet tea. Right. So I, I assume this is the Sweet Tea Refill Law?
1: See, I don't know if this is really a law. I, I probably... you, you, were,
0: you said, and not. this wasn't when we were children. Yeah. I didn't know you then. This was two years ago.
1: No, this was like seven years no, ago. No, this but, was
0: like two years ago when you were like, you know it's uh, against the law for them to say uh, no free refills. It doesn't matter.
1: It doesn't matter when I said it. Because let me just say that what it is, is it's an assumed law. I'm not sure if it's really a law. I've never seen the law books. Um, I've just always heard that that was true, and, and particularly in high school, our high school at Chapel Hill High started serving sweet tea um, in, when I was in 10th grade, and they did not offer free refills. Someone got upset. Um, they maybe got a lawyer involved, <laughs> and then the next year you could buy sweet tea with free refills. So I don't know what if it's true. If this this hold sweet on, tea hold law on, is on, true, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on.
0: So you're saying a high schooler?
1: I'm saying this is all happenstance. I think someone's parents got upset, or maybe a teacher. I don't know. This is all rumor, hey, all happenstance.
0: You better give my goddamn child a free refill on his got. Damn sweet tea... Or I'm getting my lawyer in there.
1: I don't know if it was as blasphemous as that, but yes, that's the uh, gist.
0: Yoana, uh, let's see here. In Article Six of the refill manual, it does state that. What a What do sweet you guys think needs... about Nick's the
1: Southern accent? Because I find it to be subpar. You
0: are you kidding me? I had two different dialects there. I had uh, <laughs> redneck uh, mom slash dad, and then I had old timey uh, courthouse lawyer Southern guy.
1: Yeah, the second uh, one. Yoana.
0: <laughs> Take a look at Article uh, Six of uh, the Sweet Tea Manual, and you will see that you may not refuse a refill, a free refill, at that, that, of a, any beverage that is a tea that is also sweet.
1: Okay. Uh- <laughs> I will give that. I'll give that an eight out of ten. An
0: eight? I'm gonna make a million dollars off that character, the Sweet Tea Lawyer. <laughs> your
1: your bottom lip was quivering when you said that, which was really fun to watch. It's the Sweet Tea. You've pulled your upper lip slightly over your front teeth. And... Hey, don't
0: ruin the fucking <laughs> magic. Here. Well,
1: I want people to get the visual. I don't want people
0: to learn how to do my my Sweet Tea Lawyer impression.
1: Something that's fun about um, New Jersey Nick is that when he goes to the South, he immediately starts talking like a southerner and he's like thank you thank y'all appreciate I it find it thank makes you. the
0: people's more comfortable we
1: got we're gonna have two for dinner i'm like who are you And you're yeah. like this that will be a great seat thank you very much <laughs> yes ma'am
0: and everybody's very polite to me Yeah, they would be
1: polite to you. They're they're probably like, "Why is this guy putting on this accent? Something must be wrong. I should be extra nice to him."
0: If I rolled in there like I normally do, I'm like, "Hey there, jackass! Give us two friggin' seats by the window, stat!" (laughs) They probably wouldn't be as sweet to me, so I have to be like. Okay there. Oh, <laughs> oh my back oh. is killing me. and uh,
1: Oh, it's so hard outside. I never sweat so much <laughs> in my life. You mind if we have a couple free refills? Oh, can I get a to-go tea? <laughs> Um, well, so we did
0: take advantage of the to go tea quite a bit. I know. You trip. love that. No, you then, always initiated it, what? and I piggybacked. I
1: always get a to go tea. That's the thing. <laughs> it's not that I'm initiating anything. It's that when I'm leaving, I just want to get a tea for the car. Can I get a to go tea? It's very natural. It's all part of the world order, natural order.
0: The new natural world the, order? Just
1: the natural order of things. The world spins, the sun rises, it sets, you get a to go tea. Um the
0: wheel in the sky keeps on turning.
1: Exactly. What else? And that wheel
0: is a lid for a sweet tea to go.
1: We went on a um pretty epic hike in Virginia to one of my favorite um one of my favorite trails in Southern Virginia that takes us to the top of a mountain called Stewart's Knob. Um, Which sounds sort of phallic. It does. And then you get a beautiful view of Bull Mountain from this trail. Now, here's the problem with this hike that we went on. I don't think anyone has gone on this hike since I went on it last year. And that is because... Every ten feet there was a spider web that was in between you and the rest of the trail, as well as just an overgrown trail in general so Nick, you know new jersey nick he uh he he was I was gonna say he placated me, but He more less than that. He begrudgingly went on this hike with me. He was in a bad mood until he popped in a podcast about wrestling, and then he was having the best time.
0: Shout out to the We Watch Wrestling podcast in which I listened to on that hike. Yeah, we're
1: having. I'm like having like communion with nature, and Nick is in the back laughing about the wrestling. Nobody
0: wants to hike in jeans. You understand me? I didn't bring the correct hiking gear. Sure, as you guys heard a couple of um, weeks ago, we. We posted a podcast of our hiking adventure in Seattle, and if I had known that we were going to do some hiking, maybe I would have brought some of my gear that I spent all my money on.
1: Clearly, there's a problem in our relationship over gear. Um,
0: It's it's just to to, to hike in jeans, to hike in jeans, ladies and gentlemen. There's nothing fun about that. So I had to to soothe. I had to self-soothe with a podcast. It's true. Which I'm sure a lot of you are doing right now.
1: And the last, so it was a very nice hike until the last ten minutes, which turned the hike turned against us, and we kind of ended up running out of the woods because um, we got we just got scared about snakes. I don't know what happened, but well,
0: because the, the second half of the hike, we went to the point. What was it called? Stewart's Knob. Stewart's <laughs> Knob, and we got to it, and it was nice. And then we could have just turned back, but we decided to continue hiking, and it seemed like no, that was where most people stopped because. Yeah the amount of spider webs that we were having to knock down. It yeah. was like every four feet, there was a spider web, a huge spider web across the path, which was freaking us out, okay? And then all of a sudden, the grass started getting long. And then and we got
1: I, some tall grass.
0: I don't know nothing about grass. I don't know nothing about <laughs> mountains. I don't know nothing about heights. And Ashley started freaking out over the tall grass, and she said, I hate tall grass. Then she started high-stepping through the tall grass, and then she just booked it. She just ran, <laughs> and then I chased her. And, and then all of a sudden she stopped on a dime and started, and she yelped, oh, and I thought she saw a snake. So I grabbed her by the waist and I also screamed,
1: Ooh.
0: and then I don't even, we still not confirmed what scared her. It
1: was a spider web. I stopped, I stopped like a foot short of a black widow's web and I took it out with my big stick. Was it a black widow? I'm just putting that in there for uh, oh, a flourish, um, but it was a big spider and it was in our way and I wasn't about to walk straight into it. Um, the reason I ran, okay, is because it was downhill and it was easier to run down the hill than to walk slowly no, and control. you
0: freaked out and ran. Hey. And, and, and it's not the first time that like something's been going down and then you've <laughs> just gotten up and run away from me without telling me.
1: I'm a runner, baby. What was that other time? I don't know.
0: Uh, there was another oh, time.
1: The last time I ran away from you that was like a big moment was when um, the last horror movie I saw which was um, Inception.
0: No, that's insidious. And, and, was that when you ran away? I
1: ran. I booked it from you because we saw and saw, I do not watch horror movies. I don't like them. I see no point for them. Life is scary enough. Show me a rom-com in fucking Paris in the 1950s or just a comedy. You know, don't show me a horror movie. I don't want to see it. So um, I, you know, really, really put that on Nick early in the relationship. But for some reason, we ended up on this double date at someone's apartment in Greenpoint and we were going to watch this movie and I thought you know what maybe it'll be fun to be a little scared with my new boyfriend Nick he's big and strong I'll cuddle up next to him boy oh boy could I have been I couldn't have been more wrong what happened Nick
0: well you just got really scared and then when we were leaving the apartment um I spooked you I mean I purposely, I, I purposely scared, scared, me. scared you which is one of my favorite things to do and then so I, I pushed him you, down the stairs Punch me in the solo <laughs> Plexus, solar plexus, and I fell back on the stairs, and then you ran out down down the stairs and down the block, and da- and added <laughs> I just, it. You kept just ran running. away. You just kept running, and then you stopped. I caught up to you. I was laughing. I caught up to you, and you stopped, and you just went. You wouldn't look at me, but you were like, "The only reason I'm stopping right now is because I think I see somebody in that bush over there." <laughs> You <laughs> we were really freaked out. I feel like there was another time though that I ran from you without telling me why. <laughs> you and I were both in a place and you saw imminent danger that I did not create. This was real danger that you saw mm. and you instead of being like, "Oh my god, something's over there. We should get out of here." I just kind of turned my back and I looked and you had run away <laughs> and you were like basically like, "Fuck it, this guy's dead, I guess. I'm no, out of here. I'm not dead."
1: I just expect you. I, it's not that I want you to die. It's that I or that i think you're gonna die i just expect you to be on the same sort of page with me so that when shit goes down we are both on the same page we both take off running i i can't i need like you to be clued in to the dangers of the world with me sometimes
0: i i'm not looking where you're looking and if you see some danger just go hey bro let's run or hey what's over there let's get out of here you don't secretly run because i know what you're doing the classic, all I do I have to do is outrun this guy, and I'm fine. It's not getting what? away from it. I don't
1: even know what that is.
0: If we're being chased by a beast, a monster, an attacker, <laughs> all you have to do is outrun the slowest person, and then that person gets <laughs> taken, and then you run free. And I know that's what you were thinking. <laughs> But we all know now that I'm faster than you.
1: Uh, okay. First I'm off, gonna that's... Run, I'm going to run faster <laughs> than you
0: away from that. And then that person, that ghost, that attacker, that wolf is going to get you and not me. First off. I'm faster than you on you're foot. You're
1: definitely not faster than me. Yes, Second I all, am. I didn't realize this was a thing, but I do now intend to fully embrace it. I did not realize this was a theory. That you outrun the slowest person. But Nick, I'm so sorry that you are the slowest person. I'm, that is I'm faster quite than you. a burden to bear. Lily's
0: faster than me. I'm faster than you, and you're slow. Wow. And that's it.
1: No one's ever been more wrong. Nope.
0: Do you think you're faster (laughs) than Lily? Is that what you're trying to say? Do you think you're faster than Lily?
1: Can we talk about some television? I guess so. So we got back. We got really into reality TV. We caught up completely on Are You the One. Um, I watched Very Cavalry because it's my new show. Um, we also watched Charmed School, Charmed School. Which we
0: watched I... an episode of VH1's Charm School. Didn't see that coming. Which is, uh, we, we threw that on maybe about two o'clock in the morning last night as we were trying to get ready for bed. And and uh, and what. What I had thought was going to happen happened, which was Ashley was just scrolling on her phone, kind of all done with TV for the night, and I put Charm School on, and she immediately put her phone down and started getting into it. It's great. Charm School is great. And here's the thing. I went on Hulu just sort of as a time killer. I was getting ready for bed. I wanted to put something on, and I always kind of like to talk about kind of a strange watch on this show. That's That's my goal for this show is that we don't really just talk about the current shows. It's too hard to keep up on current shows because... By the time we're recapping something, the show had already been out for four days, and yeah. then by the time we post this podcast, the next day, the new episode, it's just hard. It's we, too much. We could do that for the challenge because we dedicate a podcast to it, but for everything else, it's a little too hard. I mean, we I'd like to can some episodes, make it easier for us to record. Listen, I'm giving you too much info, yeah. but- what I want to do is watch weird things, and Hulu's got a whole backlog of weird reality, and their VH1 uh, in the uh, network section, you can go and watch some of the old celeb reality, and some of the stuff that they offer is Flavor Love, Rock of Love, and they also offer Charm School. Now, what Charm School is for the uninitiated, um, at least the first season, was um, the uh, a bunch of uh, kind of the, un, let's just say, charmless characters from the first couple flavor of love seasons got put into a house and they had to learn manners they had to go through charm school and so what i decided to do i was going to put on flavor of love but i was like you know what i don't think we need this i think ashley would just like people who have established characters and backstories all smashed into a house kind of fighting with each other nick was right and uh, that's what charm school is and monique is the host Uh, ashley was Floored by the fact that Monique was the host of this. I can't believe it. But I do believe it was before her breakout role in that movie that I forgot the name of. To
1: me, Monique just is like such a superstar. So having her host that show was bizarre. I was like, "What is going on? I, Monique is hosting the show." But you're right; it was before her uh, fame. It was before her mainstream fame. Well, this what's is that movie? Precious.
0: I think it was before Precious. Yeah, it was a hundred percent before so, Precious. Precious came out, it kind of skyrocketed her. But before her, Precious, her. Monique was
1: still a, a huge no, star. she was
0: a touring stand-up comedian yeah. and, and, a, and a popular one at that. So and I I believe she was also a host for things. Um, So this was um, kind of up her alley, and she does do a fantastic job as being a host on this show.
1: The point is, is that the show is, it feels star-studded. You know, we've got Monique. Sure, she's the only household name, but we have these other characters that I had forgotten about. I had forgotten about Pumpkin. I had forgotten about Buck Wild. I had forgotten... Did you watch these shows? I did. I watched Flavor of Love. Oh, okay. You know, I I was a tween. I was a i was young um but i these characters are sort of embedded in my brain and what i thought was interesting is like this show was so funny it was really funny and i'm gonna tell you this right now the shows we're watching are not funny like this
0: are you the one isn't supposed to be funny
1: neither is the ch- the challenge isn't funny are you the no, one is well, that's not because funny? the
0: competitions are real you know, you're, you're playing, the stakes are high.
1: Barry is not funny. Keeping up with the Kardashians is not funny. Jersey Shore is not even as yes, funny it as Charm, is. Charm
0: School. Yes, it is. Oh,
1: take a seat. No, Jersey a, it's Shore 100%. is not as yes, funny as Charm School.
0: Yes, it is. Yes, it is.
1: Charm School starts off with Monique burning their nicknames, okay? <laughs> and. We get to one girl, and she's like, um, I think her name was Safari or Sapphire. She was like, Sapphire, you know, uh, we're going to burn this name. What's your real name? And she's like, that is my real I name. I think it was Safari. Safari, that is my real name. And Monique's like, what do you mean? And she's like, I just got kicked off the show before I could uh, get a nickname. Yeah,
0: she got into a fight before Flav could have given her the nickname. And, and it Mon- was that was a funny moment, but... Come on, man. The Jersey Shore is hilarious. I mean, I haven't watched the second season yet, but um, it's I'll say it's this really, right now. Because uh, it falls in line with that sort of silly reality.
1: The laughs we got out of that one episode of Charm School um, equaled the entirety of the laughs of Family Vacation. Not true,
0: Not true at all. I was laughing my ass off Name at the situation Name one thing you last, laughed at last besides
1: last Funfetti.
0: Funfetti was great. I love Funfetti. <laughs> <laughs> I love Funfetti.
1: Yeah, from
0: I, love from Fetti. From Fetti. I love him From I love him Yeah, but it, he provided funniness the th- entire season and it's less exploitive than that show than uh Charm School. Charm School is like, look, these are women who, who really, really, really want to be kind of famous on yeah. these shows, and so they'll do whatever they can to stay on these shows. And that's caused drama and start fighting. I mean, it's it's you know, the reality disease um it is alive and well on Charm School. I mean, all of those women are trying to make a big enough mark so that they could have a show like New York CAD, yeah. uh, who was not on Charm School because she was on I Love New York. Right. You know what I mean? So it's uh it's it's alive and well, sort of the sickness of reality TV on that show. When Jersey Shore, everybody's pretty much established on that show. They don't have to fight to sort of stay on it and well, make a name for is, each o- themselves. Well, the difference is it Jersey
1: Shore, they are now independently wealthy because of the, sh- and the show. And still
0: funny. Pauly D's hilarious.
1: <gasps> is he? Yeah. I don't know if Paulie D is hilarious. Confetti. Okay, that's the situation. Confetti. I feel like people talk about Paulie D being hilarious, but I'm like, what is he doing? Like, I don't see him being funny. I see him being goofy. He's I see him being party, fun. Bro. He's starting the party. I've never seen bro. him be funny once.
0: Come on. He brought the um, Sammy Sweetheart doll last season.
1: Yeah, he's a goo. He's goofing it up. He's, he a, producer. he's a producer. He's a producer for goofing. the show. Goofing.
0: Snooky? Come on. Snooky passing out, being drunk?
1: That has nothing Dina to do with Dina falling down.
0: Dina falling down.
1: That was a bummer. No,
0: that was awesome.
1: No, that was a bummer because what's his name? The Keto uh, Guido knocked her over. Funfetti listen Nick and I I'm I have a little bit of a chip on my shoulder right now with the Jersey Shore because we have been trying to watch it since it debuted last week and MTV will not freaking post it on their Roku app and or website why MTV
0: they're jerking us like they did last season they're not why? putting them up until the new one airs it, it's a bummer for everybody uh, who the hell I, I cut cords a long time ago ladies and gentlemen who the hell watches this thing when it airs on tv i i can't imagine that it's actually happening it's all they're doing is catering to dvr people rather than catering to people with roku and uh, apple tv apps
1: which is their audience
0: and the website you can't even watch it on the website
1: adults have dvrs okay young college kids like nick and i we have uh the website we have roku
0: we have Roku. Yeah. We have to-go sweet teas. Tell MTV we got to funfetti. get their together. We
1: don't have funfetti.
0: Well, you know, uh, Charm School is a lot of fun. We did stop in the middle of the first episode. It was really, really late, and uh, we chose to uh, just watch a bunch of Are You the One instead of record last night. We're recording uh, this morning, which is turning into this afternoon. Yeah, Uh, that's why uh, you know you're listening to this later on Monday. But uh, it's it's not for uh, it's not in vain, ladies and gentlemen, because we watched three hours of Are You the One. Oh my God! A little bit about it. I mean, it is sort of uh, well. I don't know. Why don't we just pause here and get right into it?
1: Let's do it. We're back. We are indeed. This is now the time to discuss Are You the One? Season 7, which premiered two weeks ago with a two-hour premiere, and then they followed up with an episode last Thursday. Nick, what do you think right off the bat? I like
0: it. I think I like it more than I liked it uh, during this part of last season.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: But you know what? With this show, I can't tell you what was last season. I don't know who was on. I don't know anything. I really don't. It was a long time ago. There's been a lot of shows in between.
1: Kiana was obsessed with Michael. He ended up being her perfect match. Oh, yeah. I remember that. uh, Alexis, who was from West Virginia, and she got her little uh, stuffed animal burnt. She's now a lesbian. She's not a lesbian, but she's—I think she has fluid sexuality. She she seems to hook up with girls and boys and whoever she wants, and non-binary people. You know, she's living her life. Um, You don't remember all of that?
0: I do, but like I wouldn't remember it on my own without a prompt.
1: Mm. What about um, uh, uh, Clinton and Chelsea Uche? Chelsea Clinton was on this thing. Oh my god!
0: Uh, I. Vaguely remember Uche, Uchi, or Uche. Uche, I, I not do, Uche. I do not. Why are you looking at me <laughs> as if like I screwed up so big? No, there? it's just... it's instead of Uche or Uchi. Guess what? We never saw this person ever again. I'm not going to remember who this person is. It's uh, too many people on these shows. I, I I can't be blamed for not knowing who these people are. You're right. I
1: apologize. Um, we had Jalees. Who is that? Jalise, Jalise. She, um, she was the one that was like got in the fight with Taylor when Joe. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You're right. You're it's, right. It's
0: like who cares? I remember right. Joe. He's part of like the loser squad. Yeah.
1: Oh, e money. That's the loser squad. And then i'm not oh, yeah, the, the rap guy. Yeah.
0: He's the rap guy. They're sure. Not, they're not
1: the loser squad, but they did seem like to be like the bitter, sad boys. Um, they couldn't get any of the girls to like them in the house.
0: Yeah. But meanwhile, Joe made his made him made his way onto uh X on, X on, the, on the, beach. the beach, and apparently he hooked up with a lot of people and kind of got the sad guy edit. Yeah. But I, I mean, here's the thing. Um, I like Are You the One. Uh, I liked it a lot more before they started adding Are You the One people on the challenge. I kind of made me think more about the challenge while I'm watching Are You the One after yeah. the fact, where I'm like, "Ooh, I guess these people will be on the challenge, or this is a challenge person." Um, and I'm it maybe took too long for this season to come out, where I had it basically it really get, did. I got I got into X on the beach. Um, it X feels like Beach.
1: Are You the One has been replaced by X. But on it the hasn't. Beach.
0: It's just they've they've they're just throwing every piece of shit at the wall and seeing what sticks.
1: But all of these shows feel like they're kind of coming together as one. Yeah, that being
0: said, that being said though, um This wasn't a bad three episode situation. I I do. they, They brought enough nut jobs into this house to make me
1: happy. I enjoyed the first three apps. I am very upset by the fate button. I'm very upset that they have gone. They have done away with the challenges where you compete for dates Um, where if you win a challenge, you get to pick who you go on a date with, and then the house gets to vote those people into the truth booth. Now they're doing something called the fate button, which randomly places, um, cast members together. And then these people have to decide whether or not they're going to go into the truth booth. Here is the thing. This is going to make it a hundred times harder for this show. Um, for this cast to win okay this this takes out the strategies this takes their their game plan and cuts it in half I mean you are going to be at the whim of random selection of a fate button there's no strategy here the house can't come together and figure out who are perfect matches as one now they are just left to the decision of the producers I'm guessing I do not believe this fate button is randomized I do believe it is producers organizing how this is going to work out and i think i'm going to make a bold prediction right now nick are you ready for this ready i'm going to say they don't win the money
0: Hmm. why because you feel like this is a way for mtv to save a little bit of cash
1: i do i feel like this show took a this season took a long time to come out OK, I feel like MTV is burning through these cash prizes. We got a million dollars here on the challenge, a million dollars on Are You The One? People are just they are giving out million dollars left and right. I think that the um, scandal, the drama that season five got when they didn't win um, maybe caused MTV to go, huh. This show is just as successful when we're not giving out a million dollars. Interesting. And this fade button is going to make it, I really feel it's going to be impossible for them to win. You're taking out any chance for the house to come up with a plan, with a strategy.
0: Can I give my own uh, counter theory? Yes. Um, Or maybe it just works in tandem. But what I think happens is I think that they people decide pretty early on that they don't want to be put into the truth booth because if you're taken off the show too soon um it is a loss for you. Yeah. Even if you win the money, it means you don't establish strong enough storylines to get yourself into other shows. Right. In this, in this Your screen time is gone. So I think what was happening in other seasons is that people were campaigning to not be put in the truth booth because they did not want to go home Mm. early. And that's a good point. um, Also, that being said, if you have that much control about who goes into the truth booth, then um, production cannot uh, create storylines with effectiveness. Say they, well, for instance, say they put Bria in the truth booth with whatever that guy, Zach.
1: They put Zach
0: and Bria in the first first truth booth. Yeah, Zach and and
1: and, uh, Bria are the two characters that are causing the most drama so far.
0: And uh, Bria seems to be, uh, what she's being portrayed as on this show is kind of Looney Tunes. Yeah. And she's creating a lot of drama for this show. Say that she was thrown in on that first truth booth and she, in fact, was a match with Zach. Then she leaves, Zach leaves, and now we don't have the drama. So production can't get their grubby little fingers into the storylines here without having more control about who goes home when. That's true. So I think that, uh, yes, maybe it's to conserve money, but I think it's more so they can have more control over this game.
1: Mm-hmm. That is fair. I agree. I, I, I see where you're going with that, but I do think that the show suffers because of it because there is nothing more fun than watching a couple that wants to be a perfect match so desperately go into the truth booth and find out they're not a perfect match, and we're not going to see that.
0: Well, we're, that's so not f- true.
1: So far, we've just seen people who are like, I haven't actually talked that's to this person That's because
0: it's early, and that's not true. It is not random so what will you know they make it look like there's a randomizer it is definitely not random they are just creating a board to make it look like it's random i've worked in television a daily live television show before and we would make you know that was part of the job is how do we make it look random on the board Mm -hmm. when we 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 have a desired effect we have a desired outcome They have a desired outcome. They make it look by random by having a bunch of things, but it's just an automated screen that was already created by a computer later. They know who it's going to land on. So they are able to get that moment later when it makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. 5 6 episodes in when some but these two people we've been seeing their storyline develop 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 finally now they've they're randomly chosen to be on the date and now the house can throw them in if they want and if they do then we will get that moment i i do not think that we will not have plenty of those high stakes truth booth moments in this show, but it just makes no sense to do it in the first three episodes. They're just hooking up with each other at this point. No one's created a bond. The only bonds that we've seen have been pretty much dashed from one episode to the other in at least the first three episodes. And those those bonds seem to be Zach and Bria and also the two incredibly attractive people that kind of look alike, uh, which is um, uh, Tevin yeah. and Kenya. Yeah. Um, if you look at Tevin and Kenya close enough, they look very similar.
1: Different noses, but similar eyes. And similar
0: skin tone. Yeah. Very olive skin tones. Um, and uh, they are incredibly attracted to one another. I always find it strange when people who kind of look like are attracted to one another. Yeah. Is that just the epitome of, of being vain?
1: Probably and also just like um, I don't know you're attracted to your parents right so you're gonna look like are you
0: <laughs> are you attracted to your parents it's interesting
1: listen I agree with what you're saying about the truth booth but I do want to say you know you were talking about um, people who go home or or perfect matches early in the show don't go on to have illustrious MTV careers and I want to say Cam do you know Cam tall I know Cam. skinny Cam he um, yeah.
0: He, he, went, he went in there early, right? He was a
1: perfect match in like the first episode. And also, Other Cam, who's on the challenge, um, Queen Cam, Killa Cam, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she was a perfect match early in the show as well with Eddie, if I remember correctly. She was like their first perfect match. So you can go on to be big-time MTV stars, even if you go home, even if you're a perfect match in the first week.
0: Uphill battle, though, to get the fans on your on your, on your your uh, jock as far as your storyline goes. I mean, when Cam showed up in Second Chances, I was like, well, I don't even know who this guy is, really. I yeah. can barely remember him. He is kind of boring. And it was true. He was kind of boring throughout the entire season until the end when he may or may not have been the reason why all the drama was happening in the Corey universe. Um
1: on X on the on Beach. X on the Beach. Yeah, not yeah. on Second Chances. Oh, yeah, chances. on X on the Beach. That's right. Second Two Chances seems to be when he left his girlfriend for Shannon, who was made to look like a monster yeah. on and that then, season. And then
0: made to look like an angel on X on the Beach.
1: Yeah, very strange decisions. Super strange. Production is making. Anyway. Um, also, bring back Second Chances. Yeah. I know that you already said that it was canceled, but bring it back. We only on the got beach one is, season. is Second Chances. I like watching people have to compete. I like that. Yeah. I like that element of second chances. They are chances.
0: aimless on X on the Beach.
1: Yeah. I don't like just watching drunk people. That's another thing with this Are You the One taking out the cha- the challenges. It's like it was kind of fun to watch them go down a slip and slide mm. with Jell-O. Mm. And, you know, like I like having them have activities. Um, but let's just go through this cast real quick. We're going to go through. This is our uh, first impression of these people that we have seen on three episodes. First up, we have Andrew. Um, he's 24. He's from Massachusetts. Massachusetts, Reading. he was, um, he's a cutie, he seems, the girls don't seem to be that into him, he is a self-confessed guy without game, um, but I, I enjoyed him, he went on a date with Asia last episode, I think, and they went into the truth booth, and I found his sort of honesty refreshing, I found him confessing that he liked her, and that he was hoping they were a perfect match, he was kind of cute and goofy about it, and he didn't seem like a sleaze.
0: I don't remember him.
1: Next up is Asia. She's 22 from Corona, California. She is giving great interviews. Um, This is someone that I would love to see on the challenge because she is just she's she's talking in sound bites. She's summing things up. She's being very real. And she's also um, the girl in the house who is already day one walking around without makeup, which I appreciate a great deal. That shows a lot of confidence and a lot of self-assurance. What did you think of Asia?
0: Seems serious. Yeah. She seems very serious. Um, Normally don't like that.
1: Okay. Next up is Brett. He is 26 from Burnt Hills, New York. Literally never saw this guy once. Don't know a thing about him.
0: Probably my favorite so far. <laughs> no, I actually don't know who this guy is. I thought he was Zach when I looked at him. He's got, He's got like a Zach. little.
1: We're, by the way, we're on a um, we're on a People Magazine exclusive rundown of the cast members. If you would like to scroll through these pics with us, um, this guy Brett Ferry, um. I don't think he's on the show. Oh, I,
0: the guy from Burn Hills—he's my favorite. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know what he what his deal is about.
1: Next up, we got Bria Hamilton. She's ah, twenty-one. Bria. I know she's her. She's from how would you say that Vacaville, California?
0: Yeah, Vacaville or something.
1: Um, she is. I so far this show seems to be about her.
0: Yeah, she's seems to be a complete nut job.
1: And her, are you the one is giving them nicknames or like little titles that are very like slang teen talk base. And hers is uh, literally obsessed. Because apparently she's literally obsessed with every guy that she goes out with. Yeah, she seems to have some issues with boundaries and control.
0: She um, connected with Zach on the first night and then basically was like, you're mine. Don't look at another person. Zach immediately started looking at other people and she lost her shit. And that's been the storyline between the two of them for three episodes.
1: Yeah, and then this has been fun for Nick and I to watch because they will fight, then they will canoodle, and then they will get back together. And I'm watching it like, God. Girls man, girls are just like so easy to win over and Nick's like, but are but maybe it's the men that are easy to win over.
0: Yeah, it seems like she's manipulating um, in her way. Zach's manipulating in his way. And who knows? Maybe they're a perfect match.
1: (laughs) They probably are, knowing this show. Next, we got Cam. He is 24 from Washington, D.C. Cam Viney. This is the Trump supporter. He
0: is a Trump lover. Yeah. And uh, it seems to confuse everybody in the house, but not too much. Everybody pretty much who finds out about it is kind of like, oh, man, I I hate Trump. But uh, all right, well. Let's see what else is going on.
1: He's a Christian and he is a Trump lover. You know there was another Trump lover on the show um 2 seasons ago season 5 it was Tory's perfect match. Um do you remember that guy? Oh
0: yeah, and he was the one that was on second chances with that. Yeah. That guy's a Trump guy? He's a Trump guy. Uh, I because liked that guy. I like that guy too. He's a Trump guy. Because
1: Tory said something like I thought like, maybe we would have had a chance if our political views had aligned. But mm. he was truly a Trump guy. I think Joe might be a Trump guy too from last season. There's just secret Trump guys who pop secret up.
0: Secret Trumpies.
1: Never a Trump girl. Not a one. Callie Trepp
0: is our next victim.
1: She's from Chicago, Illinois. She's cute. I thought she was really pretty. Um, she got, a, you know, a, I would say a decent amount of screen time, but definitely on the low end. She's but- sweet. She's she is almost forgettable, yep. but she she could turn out to be something. Okay, well then we got a Daniel Vilt. Daniel. He um he's just your classic Brooklyn New York guy making out with everybody. He's
0: a bro, and he kind of laughs and giggles at everything. And there was one montage in which he seemed to make out with every girl in the house in one night.
1: Yeah. Oh my God! You know what I just thought of? Looking at Daniel reminded me of Giovanni. Gio. What if Gio and Bria were on the same season and hooked up?
0: Be wild, man.
1: Man, they, we gotta get those two kids together. Um, next up is Jasmine Rodriguez. She is from Williamstown, New Jersey. She
0: is part of the crew in which uh is sort of a lusting. She's in a love triangle. She's lusting after Tevin, who yeah. we haven't talked we've talked about a little bit. But we haven't got to him in this rundown yet, but Tevin is probably, I would say, classically the prettiest guy in the house.
1: He's, he looks like he's just ready to be his have his picture taken.
0: Um, he is so—I mean, I'm talking the his eyebrows, his face. He's beautiful. He looks like a, a female model. He uh, has great but, eyelashes, but also his—he's got. A machismo way about
1: him. Yeah. He has feminine features. You're right. His facial features are feminine. But then he's very very much oozing testosterone. Yeah.
0: And um, he is a player.
1: It is a great combo, those two um, characteristics. Next up. um, Quasi. And
0: and guess what, Quasi? What up from Woodbridge? Woodbridge, New Jersey. Um, I believe that's Monmouth County, uh, which is the county I came up in. And I came up. I grew up in um uh i love your mall in woodbridge have we gone Um, to that mall we may have gone to woodbridge mall it's a huge mall it's it's on the way it's like near staten island so we may have stopped there a couple times um in our in our drives back from back and forth from brooklyn to uh new jersey very cool uh quasi had a fun moment where they were introducing each other and he kind of was like yo what's up my name is quasi um I, i i believe he's from ghana Oh, yeah. Um, and, and, but I guess lives in Woodbridge or grew up in Woodbridge. Huh. And he, uh, kind of said that everybody cheered. This was a fun moment where everybody's kind of telling their little stories. Um, uh, and uh, a couple of the women were kind of turned off by how he, his attitude, which was kind of like, I'm the best. He had i yeah. I'm the best attitude.
1: But he was also doing pretty good in interviews. I feel like he, no, nah, he's doing all right.
0: He just hasn't found there. They,
1: he hasn't found there's gal. so
0: many, there's 22 people in this house. Yeah. It is incredibly tough to make your mark in, in a single episode.
1: Then we have Kayla. She's 22 from Seattle, Washington. I'm pretty sure she is the girl that seems to have been hitting it off with the Trump guy.
0: I, he, she did. And she was like,
1: Oh, Oh, you're Trump guy. Oh, I don't like Trump she's like fun and bubbly and cute and maybe dumb I might just be saying that because she's so nice but she's like I tend to be really forgiving and like think the best of people and really open and that kind of gets in my way (laughs) yeah which for some reason like I, I you know I don't know if this is a cultural thing but I associate bitterness and being closed off and cynical as intelligent and being open giggly and forgiving as being dumb Next up, we have Lewis. He's Lewis. 23 Lewis from Oakland, California. Dude. I love Lewis. He hides behind his
0: humor. He hides behind his humor. I know all about that. And uh, Lewis, um, uh, he had an Wakanda shirt on, which is uh, Wakanda mixed with Oakland. He's oh. from Oakland. Uh, enjoyed the shirt. Also, um, seems to be a lot of fun. Also, tells pe- seems to be honest with people. Yeah. Like, uh, when Bria was sort of kind of going losing her mind over Zach... Uh, Lewis seemed to be the only one not in testimonials, not in interviews, kind of being like, she's kind of losing her mind. Why are people doing this? Like she should chill the F out. Uh, yeah. It's very early in this to be acting this way when it seems like most of the other people kind of were snickering behind her back and uh, just talking on in interviews about it.
1: He also, um, he met Shannon. I think her name's Shannon. She is the manager of bars. Um, she manages like a restaurant and a bar and stuff right in the first episode. And he made made some joke and she was like okay you're too immature for me Um, it's not gonna work and he's like what your ass is hanging out of your shorts and And she she,
0: and he was she was like stop he's stopping so uptight cut to six seconds later she's twerking
1: yeah it works for him (laughs) it works for him he is calling it like he sees it i hope they don't try and do like an e-money thing on him he did get a bj in the third app from our next guest kenya kenya 22 (laughs) queens new york Now kenya
0: is the person that sort of looks like and is in a relationship with sort of tevin yeah um and uh kenya is a gorgeous woman from new york she she could be maybe the most striking facially
1: she's um, so pretty possibly right I like her personality I like everything about Kenya so far I don't see any she, drawback
0: she got into some hot water after sort of confessing her love for Tevin and they were sort of an item after the first night and then went and made out with Daniel yeah the, the boy from Brooklyn who but makes a- out with Daniel everybody Daniel was
1: making out with everybody and that's the
0: what he, what she was saying but she also gave a St- hooked up with Lewis in she some gave way. She him
1: a BJ in the boom boom and, room. I guess.
0: And, she definitely did. She um, confessed to it. When Lewis seemed like he was going to strike out with all the ladies and then boom he seems to be the maybe the first or second person. Actually Kenya made a comment about how she knows how to secure she knows how to secure the bag. Well, when her, everybody yeah. was all over Tevin that first night she seemed to have made love to Tevin that night. In
1: the shower. In the shower. Yeah. Well Kenya she's fun. Um, I like her. I hope that this I hope she's more than a Tevin story line
0: She's from Queens, you know. gotta 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 respect the New York attitude.
1: Next up, we have maybe the cutest guy on the show, who I have not seen at all. I complained about it in the third app. I'm like, why are we not seeing more of Mo? He's 22. He's from Houston, Texas. He's adorable. We saw him. Mo's got
0: good eyes. Mo
1: is so cute, and we haven't seen him for a second, which makes me think he has no game. I don't like why he's. It's gonna be adorable. a long season,
0: but it's also like so many people in this house.
1: I want more Mo. Next up, we have Lauren. She is 23 from Mason, West Virginia. Um, She's fine. Only
0: thing I remember about her is when the whole house found out about um, the Trump guys, Trump support. Yes. She, uh, in her interview, was kind of like, I'm from West Virginia, and not all West Virginians are for Trump. Yeah. I, I don't like that guy. You know, Yeah, and she's just, like, I didn't vote for
1: Trump just because yeah. I'm from West Virginia. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I like her, knowing yeah. that. Next up, Shamoy. Um, he was cute.
0: He got maybe like one. He, his feet were like in the hot tub at some point spitting game to somebody I, I i really can't remember what this guy's he about. was
1: talking to somebody about how he doesn't have a relationship with his mother um but oh that's right i like, right. he's 23 he's from uh st thomas in the virgin islands all i can remember is his beautiful hair his beautiful beautiful hair next up maria 21 from west new york new jersey
0: yeah, um, Maria was she the one that everybody was like? Zach was wowed by her twerking in that first episode. Oh, was that her in the That's, gray sweatpants? That sort of started all of the drama between Zach and Bria. There was some Where girl she, with was a great. Was like, I can read lips, and she yeah. said, "Look at the ass." He said, "Look at the ass on that one," and she freaked out. Okay, I
1: think Maria's cute. I um, don't remember a thing about her.
0: Oh, she she went on a date with Zach, remember? and she and and she got wrongfully thrown in the truth booth with the other Spanish. Uh, person, Tomas. um Who was in the house. Uh, I believe it was this guy. Yeah, Tomas. Tomas. And then everybody was like, no, to- remember she- the whole scandal where the house was like, we messed it up. We thought that they'd be a perfect match because they both speak Spanish. What? Um, remember, it was like episode two, that. I believe. And they, the two opposite people on the date, the randomized yeah. date, were the ones that were hitting it off, which was Zach... And Maria. Morgan. Nope. Zach and Maria were hitting off, oh. and Tomas and somebody else. I believe it was the sweet girl that we didn't know much about, and that earlier in the, uh, in the rundown. Interesting. I, I believe it was. Uh, uh tomas and callie were hitting it off and tomas and callie were hoping to be thrown into the truth booth but it was actually maria and tomas and they both looked at each other like remember they they were standing in the truth booth being like i hope it's not you i hope it's not you oh yeah they were it was one of those weird truth booths where it was like two and the whole house was like did we just screw up y'all um anyway maria i find to be the most attractive person in the house really
1: say it she's your type
0: this is uh I She's, like Maria. You like I also brown like, hair, I like brown her eyes. I like her vibe as well. She's you like very straightforward. New
1: Jersey girls. She's a Jersey girl. She's a
0: Jersey girl. She's from West New York. New Jersey
1: who do you think I'm most attracted to in the house you said Mo. yeah that I just did you're right <laughs> <laughs> that's, why I, that's why I felt comfortable saying mine next up is Tevin all right He's I'm most gorgeous. attracted to Tevin I think I think everyone's most attracted to Tevin Tevin, Tevin if you were going to do
0: like a create a player on like a video game for romance yeah. you would make Tevin
1: you know what he looks like is um early Brad Pitt like Bridges of Madison County Brad Pitt yeah
0: but bronze Brad
1: Pitt yeah brad pitt 2018 brad pitt yeah uh,
0: uh, i mean the guy's got uh, great braids and a cool haircut beautiful lips. A, a fit guy um so we've said a lot about tevin tevin is in a in in sort of a, a strange situation with um who who is the uh lady kenya kenya yeah, yeah so kenya
1: and jasmine maybe are the two, or the two gals i would say it's the second
0: storyline that we're getting here first being bria and zach zach we have not seen not
1: interested in tevin's personality i will say that kenya has way more personality than tevin so far next up morgan fletcher 21 from silver springs maryland morgan is the one that is also kind of involved with zach in a, a strange way. She's friends with Nutza. Um, she likes Zach. They
0: legit don't know who this person is.
1: She was in the truth booth with Zach when Bria was banging on the door.
0: Right. That's about the only thing I can remember. And I couldn't remember that. That was She's her. cute. Sorry. Next up, Tomas. Nothing much except for the fact that she he had hit it off earlier with Callie. And then was wrongfully put in the truth booth with uh, Maria, Melissa. He's
1: from Miami, Florida. I don't like a smirk. Next up, Nutza. She is from Toms River, New Jersey. Shout
0: out to Monmouth County. I thought that she said she was from
1: a small village in Georgia. I the think country. she
0: moved here uh, at some point in her youth.
1: But uh, but she's... Uh, very pretty. She's, she's very done hottest, up. She's, she's the hottest person in the house. No, she's no. She's tiny. She, she's very petite. Yeah, with big but tits. she
0: wears weird lip liner, and her hair is a little too poofy. I, I listen. She's not. She, but her whole story is like she, like in the first episode, she needs. She's too picky when she dates, and in the first episode, she realizes during an interview that she may be looking for a gay man.
1: I think she, it, yeah, that's right. She was like, I just want him to be perfectly done up, just like me. I think she might be my favorite on the show. I find her to she's, be... She's cool. She, so she's super fun,
0: She's fun on the show. I
1: find her to be endearing, like when she's crying, and like Morgan comes over, and she's like, why are you crying? And Nessa's like, I'm crying because of you. <laughs> I'm crying because you're my friend, and you're over there flirting with Zach. And then Morgan's like, I'm, I'm just talking to him about you. And Nessa's like, I don't believe you. I, I found all of that to be real and, hmm. and adorable. I found her to be adorable. Yeah. I I did not like what she said, though, in the, oh, I just remembered this, and now I've decided she's not my favorite person, when in the choosing ceremony, the matching ceremony, when she was like, in my family, men are the dominant ones, so I'm not going to date someone that I think is weak, so I'm not going to choose Zach. Mm. I did not like that sort of internalized misogyny. So, sorry, Nutsa, you're off. Uh, I'm going to go back to liking who the most? Mm, Kenya. Next up, we got Zach Jones, 21, from Dallas, Texas. And
0: look at this this uh, uh, this uh, People exclusive photo um, really shows off his dad bod. He's kind of got a dad bod. He looks happening. a little soft. Uh, you know, I mean, believe me, he's an Adonis from where I'm com- where I come from. But on this show, yeah. Um, and and yet the women like this man.
1: People are crazy about Zach. So far, we've got Bria has lost her mind over him. Then Nutza, then Morgan, and then maybe Shannon she was like talking about maybe wanting to get to know him later um which brings us to shannon mckinnon
0: samantha
1: samantha have i been calling her shannon this whole time <laughs> i don't know i think i have i'm sorry samantha i meant samantha um she's 22 she's from chicago illinois this is the girl who runs all the bars um she's this is very the serious, serious. One. very serious and she thinks she has a chance with Zach. Um, I don't know. I don't know much about Samantha except for she's not that much fun.
0: Yeah, she's not that much fun. But she did twerk that first day. Was that house. her twerking? That was her because she's the oh, serious yeah, right, one because right, right, her right. and Lewis. Yeah. Uh, anyway, guys, well, that's our little rundown of what we've seen for the first couple of episodes. I mean, we're, we're going to continue to watch it. Oh, and yeah. We'll, we'll let you know how we feel as things progress Yes.
1: Oh, I just have something to say before you wrap up the mm-hmm. show, which is that um, I'm I'm in, I'm still watching Very Cavalry. I'm enjoying it. Um, really, Jay Cutler is stealing the show. It just got renewed for a season two, which is exciting. I find it fascinating that he does not do interviews on the show. There's never he's never talking one on one with the camera. You only see him with Kristen. Um, Kristen is cute. I'm not interested at all and the storyline of her best friend and the so-called Canadian. They are like forcing it down our throats. Nick, you saw the beginning of that. Just to catch you up, he has now come uh, to the town and is staying in an Airbnb so they can kick off this relationship that was started over 10 minutes of chatting in a bar like a year ago. I'm, I am i find her to be a dud. I find him to be a dud. Um, I really feel like the show is scrambling, to create storylines and really the only storyline worth watching is jay and Kristen.
0: how's handsome jack doing
1: handsome jack who's that
0: oh are you uh, talking about
1: with wit
0: no uh uh silly steven what's the name of her clothing
1: company uncommon james
0: (laughs) uncommon Uncommon
1: James. james um the company seems to be going fine the girls the drama there is like You know, Shannon is doing a good job of keeping the drama happening. So it's like, you love her, you hate her. Either way, she's at least giving this show something to film. Um, Uncommon James itself is continually sold out of all of their jewelry online. I have definitely gone to try and buy some just to be a little bit um, a part of reality television in my own way mm. we do know that i i will buy uh athletic shoes if they are connected to challengers
0: shout out to team kayla
1: um team jayla, jayla. wow and so yeah. by the way kayla is
0: going to be on a new reality show
1: yeah the Lindsay lohan experience show the um uh lindsey lohan's beach resort when something. does that
0: air is that filming now it's
1: filming now okay yeah
0: well When it comes out, we're going to have to check it out. Oh, my
1: God. We'll definitely check it out. It looks like a shit show. Um, But with the very Cavallari, I I will just say that um, our past guest, Julia Solomon... Um, great episode that we had her on. She is going to be in this fall. I think it's October. She's going to be making a pilgrimage to the Uncommon James store, and she promises that she will report to us everything that she sees, feels, touches, and hears. Wow! In the store, she even big time, big time. She even pledged last night to interview some store members. I don't know if she'll go that far, um, but we will see. So that is something you can look forward to, listener.
0: Doing God's work.
1: Um, Nick, do you have anything else you'd like to add? Of
0: course. I would love for you guys to find us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Also, give us five stars and a nice little something-something in the re- review. Write us something nice. Um, you can email us any questions, concerns, recommendations uh, to our Gmail, realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at realityblowspod. You can find Ashley on Twitter at Ashley B Roberts. And you can find me on Instagram uh, by searching my name, Nick Maritato. That's M-A-R-I-T-A-T-O. And uh, you know what? We're going to end this one by saying, are you the one? Oh, wait, wait. Are you the one? <laughs> wait, hold on. Is it are you the one? Are you the one? See, because when you say it normally, you, are you the if one? you want to know who the one is, if you, there's a bunch of ones, right? Yeah. And then you want to find out which one it is, you go, "Are are you the one?
1: Are you the one?
0: But when we talk about this show, it's are you the one? Are you the one? But it's our, is it, are you the one? Are you the one? Are you the one? Are you the one? Are you the one?
1: Thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day.